and welcome to Not Your Mother's Library. I'm Melody. And I'm Rachel. And we are librarians here at the Oak Creek Public Library. And we're going to be talking about books we've been reading and some of our favorite reading, watching, and listening recommendations every month. Um, so we're just going to give you a little bit of background about ourselves and um, the library here. Rachel, do you want to start off? Sure. Uh, I used to volunteer at the Cudahy Family Library back when I was... I was known as a teeny bopper okay. back in the day. <laughs> okay. uh, then as an undergrad at Alberno, I interned there doing some archival work. Okay. Uh, and now I'm at Oak Creek. I started out as a tech help volunteer a couple summers ago while studying for my master's. Okay. And Where then, did you uh, go for your master, master's? That was UWM. Okay. Yeah. Me too. Uh, UWM Milwaukee for those who aren't initiated. Yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> I was then hired as a page and an intern for about a year and now I full-on, full-time reference library. That's awesome. Yeah. So did you, after you graduated, mm -hmm. did you start off full-time right away, or did you have a period of time where you were Well, I graduated in May, and I didn't start full-time until this year. So there was okay. a nice little grace period where I still gotcha. got to build up some part-time work and get used to the schedule. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's nice. Um, so I... Um, I went to my undergrad. I studied English, so mm -hmm. I was an English major, Same and I here. I wasn't planning on being a librarian at all. Okay. Um, so I took a couple of years trying to find work in the English field, which did not work out. Ditto. Right. Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> so if you're going to undergrad for your English degree, maybe have a backup plan. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then, you know, after a couple of years, I decided to pursue my master's and become a librarian. Mm -hmm. um, so I went to UWM, and I think my second semester, I started working at a, a small library in Palmyra. Nice. Yeah, so I was doing that part-time, and then I, after, like, immediately after I graduated with my graduate degree, I started a second part-time job at wow. the library in South Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. um, and then I started here. This is my first full-time library position, which I'm very excited about. So I actually started here this month, so I'm just a few weeks in. Welcome here to the team, everyone. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so I'm I'm really happy to be here. This is a really beautiful library. It really is. Yeah, it's yeah. been really great so far. Um, so we are, if you're not familiar with where we're located, we're located in Drexel Town Square. Mm -hmm. um, this is a newish building, yeah, I think. it's kind of emerged as the downtown Oak Creek area. Yeah, so it's it's very... This building is only about three years old okay. at this point. Yeah, and um, the area is really progressing. Definitely. Quite a lot, yeah. too. Lots of construction. <laughs> yes, but it's a really fun and hip place to be. I would That's, say so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's a really nice location. Mm -hmm. um, and so we'll be talking about, you know, things that we like to read and we'll probably be having some guests from the area or from the library yeah, in the future. For sure. Um, we'll also talk about some digital resources that you can get. So mm -hmm. keep your ear out for that. Yeah. yeah. So should we get started? Sounds good. Okay. So this month we're just going to be talking about um, books that we've been reading lately. We'll try to do some themes in the in the future months, but just to start off, we'll just be doing some reader's choice. So um, I will get started. I will talk. I'm going to talk about "Girl, Watch Wash Your Face." It's a great title. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, have you heard of this at all? I haven't. Okay. So it's written by Rachel Hollis. Um, it was published in February of last year. Um, 
And she, it's definitely like your typical self-help empowerment women stand up and, you know, for yourselves. We all need that sometimes. Right. Um, So it's definitely has that kind of a feel. Um, The author, each chapter, she talks about lies that women believe and she kind of counteracts those lies. So some of the ones that kind of stuck out to me were, I'm not good enough or I'm better than you. Um, I'm defined by my weight or I'm not a mom, but I don't know how to be a mom is one Mm -hmm. of the titles, which even though I'm not a parent, just the the idea that women compare themselves to each other and feel like they're all never measuring up sure. resonated with me, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, if you look this book up on Goodreads, there are very mixed reviews. Okay. So. <laughs> Always makes um, things interesting. The author of this book is, I mean, she's kind of like your typical middle-class white woman. Um, mm. So I think that's where some of the the negative reviews are coming from. Understandable. Yes. Sure. Um, and I th- really think it just depends on where you are in life and if you this is the kind of thing that you need to hear or not. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I'm sure you've heard of the first world problems. Oh, yeah. Terminology. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what this is addressing. Okay. Um, but some people, I mean, when I read this, I, I'm not a self-help reader at all. Sure. But when I read this, you know, I've been going through some some changes in my life, and this was came at just the right time for me. Nice. So, you know, you can take it with a grain of salt, and if you think this is not for you, mm-hmm. avoid it. <laughs> but I think it was really a really good read. Um, and she has the second book coming out um, in March, and it's called Girls Stop Apologizing. Oh, and do you plan on reading it? Um, I probably will. Um, and I actually listened to this on Hoopla Digital, which is a resource that you have with your library card. So you can um, go to that website and check out this book for free. It's available right away. There is a hold list on it still if you request it at mm-hmm. the library. Um, so, yeah, that's it was a really good listen. That is something I think that a lot of our patrons don't realize. We're not just a physical collection. Yeah. We do have a lot of free online databases. Right. And especially with spring break coming up and people mm-hmm. going on vacations, check out Hoopla and Libby are the two places where you can yeah. listen to audiobooks mm-hmm. while you're traveling um, for free. And Libby also has ebooks, so if you're more into reading yeah. rather than listening, yeah. then go mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. So what have you been reading, Rachel? Uh, well, I recently read Descender, volumes one through three, so that's a graphic novel, by author Jeff Lemire and artist Dustin Wynn. Okay. It's a science fiction, apocalyptic, cosmic odyssey graphic novel series. Okay. <laughs> so it was limited. It only has six volumes, and the last one was released late 2018. Okay. But there is going to be a follow-up series called Ascender that's coming oh. out this April. Okay. At least, hopefully, if they're coming out on time. Uh, the concept is that a robot child named Tim21 wakes up on a deserted planet years after these humongous... Mysterious beings known as, as harvesters decimate some parts of the universe. So okay. Tim 21 was originally bought as a companion robot for a young boy named Andy. Okay. So after he wakes up, he decides to go and find him. Um, but as young space explorers often do, he gets into a lot of trouble <laughs> on the way. Um, can I ask, yeah. is he called Tim 21 because he's number 21? Indeed. Okay. Yeah. So okay. it's like a 
set of tins. That okay. Have, and he's the latest in a long line. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Um, the iPhone 10 or, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. We want to <laughs> compare uh, AI to that. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's kind of close. Yeah. No, definitely. I can <laughs> see that. Uh, but because the harvesters are robots, all of robot kind is now being hunted by humans and other alien species who okay. claim them for their losses. Okay. Which, where have we seen that before? Right, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what got me interested in this series in the first place was oh, my husband, because he bought the original three graphic novels just because the art is incredible. Okay, and yeah. Dustin Wen, he did all the sketching, coloring, and painting for the series himself, which alone is impressive, right? Yeah, it is. Um, but his style is also fairly unique. It looks, it's watercolor, which mm-hmm. you don't see a lot of in this format. Mm-hmm. At least I haven't. Yeah, I, um, when you told me you were going to be talking about this, mm-hmm. I just looked a little bit at it and saw a couple of the, the images. Um, mm-hmm. And it seems like you could really just get lost mm-hmm. in this I mean, this each read. panel is a piece of art, yeah. really, mm-hmm. which sounds really corny to say, but it's true in this case. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the story captured me, especially the mm-hmm. direction it takes in Volume 3. So first volumes handle the daunting task of world-building, introducing characters, creating story arcs, everything. Okay. So I always look at those as I do the pilot episodes of a TV show, yeah, you have to cut the creators some slack, right? Yeah, right. Because they have to cram a lot in there. Yeah, there's a lot of setup that has yeah, to happen. It's That's true. And that can sometimes throw off the intended tone. I didn't think it was too mm-hmm. bad in this series. Okay. I mean, I wanted to keep reading. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that said, I didn't enjoy Volume 2 as much. Okay. Um, I felt the pacing was a little slow, and we're introduced to a faction of the robot uprising called the Hardwire, which is a little stereotypical, if you can count a robot uprising <laughs> as being stereotypical. I don't know. In, in the sci-fi world, I would say, yeah. yeah I mean, we've seen that before. Yeah. Um, but, I don't know, Volume 3, called Singularities, is my favorite so okay. far. I'm glad I stuck around. Okay. Um, so it's worth oh, definitely. sticking through it. Definitely. Yeah. In this volume, uh, each chapter goes into each character's backstory mm-hmm. a little bit, so we get some okay. depth for yeah. each character. Um, and the histories are really powerful. Okay. I can't wait to read the yeah. last three installments of the series. Is um, the main robot, Tim21, mm-hmm. main character, is he likable? Definitely. Okay. I mean, that is something that I like most about this series. Okay. I mean, as a whole, it's reminiscent of seen, of themes that we've seen a lot in sci-fi. The mm-hmm. whole, does artificial life count as real life? I mean, right. Philip K. Dick explored that in Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep, mm-hmm. um, probably more popularly known as Blade Runner. Okay. Okay. Well, and, I've heard of that. Yes. <laughs> um, and Masamune Shiro in his manga Ghost in the Shell explored very similar things. Yeah. But in Descender, the interesting thing is this is from the perspective of a kid. I mean, he's a robot, but for all intents and purposes, he's a child. Yeah. And I really like that fresh take right. on it. Yeah, that is that is really fascinating. Yeah. And even though it's explored a lot, I think there's a reason it is, because mm-hmm. it's such a difficult concept. Yeah. It's, there's it's no, there's right? like no black and white there mm-hmm. either, you know? Yeah. Back and forth, and who, who am I really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I actually have plans to see Alita 
tonight. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. You have to tell me how that is. Yeah, <laughs> which I think is probably going to have some mm-hmm. similar themes. Yeah, yeah. she's like kind of a t- preteen teenager. She is. Yeah. And she's, I think she's AI or at least like partially. Cyborg or something. Yeah. From the trailer, that's what I can really Right. Think. And I, it might be based in anime too. I'm not I think sure. it is, yeah. But I it haven't has read that it feel. myself. I think I've seen that out there. Yeah. So that should be interesting. Yeah. So do you think you're going to read the the next three? I've already ordered them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I want to also kind of talk about Saga as a read-alike, which okay. I don't know if you've heard of that graphic novel series. I but haven't. It's very similar. Okay. Um, that's by Brian K. Vaughan and Fiona Staples. There's a character in Descender called Captain Telza, who I think is super similar to Saga's uh, Alana. Okay. And I'm happy to report we have all of Saga here oh. at Oak Creek Library. Hey. It's available for checkout. Come check it out. Yes. <laughs> Descender isn't quite yet, uh, but it's... I am looking into ordering that. But okay. as people may know, mm-hmm. we are part of the Milwaukee County system. Mm-hmm. So other libraries in the system do have these graphic novels available. So if you want to put on hold on it, we can have it sent to your favorite local library, and you can pick it up there. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. so you still have access to Absolutely. it. Absolutely, and yeah. as you were mentioning earlier, we do have those databases. Um, right. Descender is also available in digital format on Hoopla. Mm-hmm. The best part about this database is there are no wait lists. Yes. Um, users are limited to six items at Yeah, you time. can check out six things per month. Per month, per okay. Month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a pretty fair trade-off. It is. Yeah. And because you also have the option of Libby, so they're two separate databases. Mm-hmm. They both have ebooks and audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, if something is available in both, you know, depending on whether you want to wait or not, you can you can kind of save those six Hoopla checkouts mm-hmm. for things that you don't want to wait for. Um, Very good point. Yeah. So it's a really nice system mm-hmm. and setup that we have access to both. We both use it all the time. I do. So. Yes. I love Hoopla. Yeah. Um, that sounds really interesting. I'm, I've read a couple graphic novels, mm-hmm. um, and I do enjoy reading them, but when I have free reading time, I don't usually pick them up. Sure. Um, yeah. I think part of it is because I feel like I need to read quickly, mm-hmm. and you really have to take your time with graphic novels because... Yeah. It's not just the written word, it's about the art. Yeah, and the artwork is like 80% of the story mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. Um, it's a fair chunk. <laughs> yeah, but that does sound like a really good um, I definitely recommend it. To yeah. dive into. All right, so um, the last book we're going to talk about is called Where'd You Go, Bernadette by Maria Semple. This one I have heard of. <laughs> okay, um, and I recently finished this, um, and you may have heard of it um, because there's a movie coming out in, uh, I think it might be March? Sure. Or possibly May. I think it's a, a month that starts with an M. <laughs> it's coming out soon. <laughs> um, and the movie has Kate Blanchett in it. Well, I will definitely be seeing it. Yes. Then. Have you seen the, the movie trailer at all? I have. Okay. Yeah. So I saw the trailer not knowing about the book and not having read the book. Okay. And was intrigued. So then I read read the book itself. Um, so the, the concept of the story is that um, this woman, Bernadette, um, she lives in Seattle with her husband who works for Microsoft and their teenage daughter. And she, Bernadette is very much of a recluse, so she's, she's not 
going out in public. She's not going out for dinner. They, like, order take take out and take it home all the time. Mm -hmm. She does go and pick up her daughter from school, but she stays in the car and keeps her sunglasses on. So she's kind of a quirky, interesting character. She also has a really um, sharp sense of humor. So she, it's a fun to read about her, even though the her seclusion might be put you off a little bit. But she, it's, I would say she's a likable character. So um, their teenage daughter got straight A's, I think, in school, and she wants to go to Antarctica as like her reward for doing well in Good school. Choice. <laughs> yeah. So um, her parents are not that thrilled about it, but the daughter is really pushing it. So they plan this trip to Antarctica, and all of a sudden, Bernadette disappears. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we have to figure out what happened. Um, so this is, even though the, the story sounds a little like heavy material, this is a really light and fun read. Um, so it's very quirky. Um, and if I would say if you're feeling like you're you're kind of stuck in a rut in your reading, go to this book because it's a totally different feel. Okay. Um, the narration is really interesting. So um, the story is told through, through emails from Bernadette to her um, personal assistant, nice. um, through letters between people, um, notes from like the principal of the school to to parents. And then we also get um, some first-person narration from Bernadette's daughter. But that's it. I love it when authors mix up the format. Yes. Like yeah. It's great. Yeah. And it's it's really a really fun way to read this story. The character characters are really interesting. It's kind of like, I don't know if you've read any Jane Austen. Oh, yeah. So those characters are sometimes ridiculous and crazy and quirky. Sometimes. <laughs> right. <laughs> But they're really fun. Mm -hmm. So that's what I feel about this book, too. So some of the characters are kind of ridiculous and obnoxious, Mm -hmm. but it's fun to read about them and what they're getting up to. Um, So I definitely recommend this book, too. Um, And if you can, I would check it out and read it before you see the movie, but... That's usually my advice, too. Right. Read before you watch. Yeah. But each to their own. <laughs> and who knows how the movie adaptation is going to turn out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Based on the trailer, it seems pretty accurate. And it is Kate Blanchett, so... Right, yeah. It's got to be good, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's clean. <laughs> she is. Yeah. Um, so I would recommend that. You can check that out at the library, or it's on Overdrive or Libby, which is the app that Overdrive mm-hmm. made. So those are all of our books that we're talking about this month, um, and I'll put a list of all of the books and titles in the show notes, so you, if you anything caught your eye, you can check that out um, in the show notes. And next month, we're going to be talking about some steampunk. So, Indeed. Yes. Looking forward to that already. Yeah, that should be interesting. That'll be a little bit new for me. Same. I haven't read much from that genre. Yeah. So that should be some, that should be fun. Um, and we also would love to hear what you're reading and what you think of the podcast. Um, so you can rate and review the podcast, and you can also use the hashtag NotYourMother'sLibrary. So thanks for listening, and happy reading. Bye. Bye.